Good morning. Oh, it's good to see you today. Thought I'd surprise you because it's Black History Month. Oh, yes. Before I get started, I would like to recognize all of our educators, our teachers, our retired teachers. I want to ask you to stand, all our teachers. Will you please stand? Come on now, you can do better than that. Amen, amen. The reason why I ask that because as we do Black History Month, I want you to understand that we wouldn't be here today without someone teaching us. Every occupation that you have, somebody had to teach you. As I would get into my message, I want you to know that teachers are the most underpaid, unrecognizable, unhonored people in the world. If you go to another country, they honor teachers. They appreciate teachers. As I look at, at society today, and, and I'm troubled because it appears that we have a generation that does not truly understand the power of an education. Understand, they may take your money, they may take your houses, your land, but what you learn, they can never take away. In the word of God, it, it talks about whether we, we, we speak this at times, would you rather give me a fish or teach me how to fish? If you teach me something, I can live for life. I'm worried about this generation because education don't appear to be as valuable as it once was. Those who marched in civil rights was only able to march because of the education they received. I dare you to research some of those of the Black Panthers. You will, you will be amazed at how educated they were. All of our leaders were truly educated, but nowadays, education ain't important. TikTok, Facebook seems to be important, but, but it does nothing to further you into society. So as we move forward on today, and we go down black history, I want you to really think about that elementary teacher you had that middle school teacher you had, that high school teacher you had. Some of us went on to become lawyers, doctors, nurses, counselors. Understand it was because they took the brush and painted on our lives. And we had the mindset to take it in. We had the parents who believed in education. When you have parents who don't send their children to school, it's a problem. When you have parents who don't show up at PTA means it's a problem. We don't want to tackle this in our community, but it's a must. The word of God says our people, my people, perish for a lack of knowledge. We are dying because we don't know, because we don't understand, because we don't want to know. Thank you, educators. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. 
it don't go unnoticed. God sees and he rewards. There's a man that I want to bring out today, recognize one of the old pioneers. His name is Frederick Douglass Patterson. Born in 1901, died in 1988. He founded the School of Veterinary Medicine at Tuskegee Institutes. He accelerated the transformation of Tuskegee Institute to Tuskegee University and is considered a giant in higher education. He was also the third black person to earn a PhD in microbiology. Not only that, he is the one who founded the United Negro College Fund in 1945. And we all know that famous slogan, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. A mind, what is your mind on? What are you thinking about? When you look at today's society, what is on your mind? Will what you're thinking about help you get what you want to get in the future? Will it get you to tomorrow or the next moment? What is your mind thinking of? As I thought about him, I thought about, man, that's what I need to talk about from a different level. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Let us pray. Heavenly Father God, we come right now in the name of Jesus to give thee all the praise and thanks and glory that's so rightfully yours. God, I ask that you would invite us all into thy storehouse that we may receive healing. We may receive deliverance. We may receive salvation. I don't know what everyone stands in need of, but I know that you are a way maker. I know that you are a fixer. I know you can do everything but fail. Meet us right now where we are. Help us to open ourselves and be honest unto thee. For Lord, the struggle is real that we're in. We may not say anything to anybody, but help us in these perilous times. As we battle to choose right from wrong, Whether we choose to be thermometers or thermostats. Help us, Father, to be fixed on you. As one would set a thermostat. That you set us to be hot for your word. Help us to make the adjustment in our lives. Bless my pastor right now, Father. Thank you for him. For this opportunity to bring a word. All this in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and give thanks. Amen. And thank God. For those of you that have your Bibles and believing they're going to put up, I was in the NIV version, even though I am a King James version man. Understanding that at times I want to make it a little bit more clear. I'm going to invite you to Romans 12 and 2. Romans 12 and 2. 
let me encourage you to get back into the habit of bringing your Bibles to church. Children, let me encourage you to get in the habit of taking your Bible to church. It's just like going to school. No books, no pencil, no paper is a waste of time and mind. How do you expect to learn something and you don't even come equipped to learn? Oh, I can just do it, look it up on it. No, when, when, you, when you actually put the effort in and taking notes down, when you actually put the effort in and looking for it, it means more. It's harder to lose because the effort that you put in, you retains it. It's all about retaining what you learn. Because when the test comes, that's when it's on. Romans 12 and 2. But I'm going to start with verse 1 and even though they put up, I'm going to be in the King James Version, but I'm, I'm going to switch over from times. It says, King James Version, Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. Our topic for today, a subject we will deal with. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. We will, we will talk about the biblical as well as the, 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 should I say, the natural part of everything, this worldly part. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. But it said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. How is your mind going to be transformed? Can you do it on your own? Or do someone has to teach you how to be a free thinker? You don't have to go along to get along with everybody. You got a mind, you ought to use it. When I was coming up, people made fun of me because I made good grades, because I did my homework. Oh, you messing us up. Are you in class and people get mad at you because you do what the teacher asked you to do? Oh, my bad. Are you at work and your workers get mad at you because you completed the task? Why are you working so fast? Years ago, there was a commercial with the slogan, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. As you think about the statement, as Christians, you need to understand how important your mind is and how it sits at the center of everything you do. The Bible puts great emphasis on the mind and how it affects your life. If you have any desire to be a man or woman of God, desires, God desires you to be 
then you must understand how important a role your mind is going to play in that. Because God has to work on you. God has to do something for you. First of all, the mind sets the course for your actions. Digging deeper, you should note that when the Bible talks about the mind, it is referring to your thoughts, your intellect, your disposition, and your understanding. Your mind sets the course for the actions you are going to take. These actions can be either right or wrong, but it all begins in the mind. What you're thinking about. Romans 8 and 5, the, the NIV version, says those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. What does your flesh desire? Boyfriend? Girlfriend? Food? Car? House? What are you desiring? Is it pleasing to God? What will it profit you if you get it? Your mind sets the course for actions that you are going to take again. These actions can be right or wrong. But in verse 8 and 5 tells us how the mind shapes our actions. When you think or focus on what your flesh desires, then you will eventually indulge in the actions that pleases the flesh. If you put your mind on it, eventually you will get it. What you're thinking about all day. But when you set your mind on what the spirit desires, it will lead you to partake in actions that are pleasing to the Lord. How many of you want to be pleasers to God, to the Lord? That's just where it comes in at. These are the things that have to be taught. As I thought about what teachers does, they teaching the children how to survive in society. Number one, you need to know how to read. You need to know how to write. You need to know how to talk. You need to know how to behave. It's important. You only pass this way once. Philippians 4 and 8 says, finally, brothers and sisters, in the NIV version, Paul tells us, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think on such things. In the King James Version, it tells you, think on these things. How you thinking? How you thinking? What you thinking? Remember, a mind is a terrible thing to race. Colossians 3 and 2 says, set your mind on things above and not on earthly things. You come to church so that the pastor can teach you how to set your mind above. So that the school teachers can teach you how to set your mind above. You learn gospel songs so that your mind can be set on things that are above and not things that are below. 
where your mind goes, your actions will soon follow. So you must be very careful in what you think about and what you allow into your mind. In our day society, children, as well as adults, are allowing everything into their mind, really except the word of God. It is a struggle. The word of God tells us, woe unto them that call good evil and evil good. Everything that God has said was wrong, people are saying it's right. We have heard the Antichrist before, am I right? Antichrist. But do we actually explain that? Antichrist is simply the opposite of what Christ says or what Christ does. Christ says, the word of God says, what? Number one, it's better to marry than to burn. But the world says, man, you ain't got to be married. People get mad. Oh, you pick it. No, this is what the word says. I'm, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. This is where the problem comes in at. Are you ashamed of the gospel of Christ? Are you ashamed to live the truth? Are you ashamed to tell it? Casanova desires to hear, well done, that good and faithful servant. See, this is where the line is drawn because we got parents who love their children more than they love God. Hello, somebody in here. You ain't got to talk to me. Look, I'm all right this morning because I done prayed about it and went to the Lord about it. This is the struggle. We see the sin that's going on. God will judge sin. sin he, he, God is not a man that he should lie. Whatever he said, he meant. How you love a person and you see them going wrong. How you love a person and you don't ever try to encourage them. What God going to do? I know people always tell me, well, they got time to get right. Understand. Either they right or wrong. Let's call a spade a spade. But it hits home when it's yours. Anybody else, you can say, yeah, but yours, if God show up and a person is in sin, what happens? If you die in sin, you forever separate. Our pastor was talking about this last. Where do you want to spend the rest of your life? The words of what profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Man, woman, what is it that you're chasing after that's going Keep you eternally separated from God. Parents, can you live with that? What have you co-signed? The death penalty. You have made it easy for our children to go astray. We don't want to tell them what's right. We want them to like us. God never said for your children to like you but to obey you. What? That their life may be long. I, I'm blown away because I saw two young males that got arrested in Trustful. How dare you go up in there and to rob Trustful? Walmart. Number one, no thinking. Have y'all have checked out Walmart? How can you get out the store? How can you get out the parking lot? They ain't put the parents on because I want to see who the parents are. Nobody ever wants to see that. I want to see your parents. I want to see the parents. Where you at? That's your child. First thing the parents, I can't tell them what to do. If they staying with you, 
If they're living up under your roof, uh, come on now, somebody needs to be held accountable. But if your child get in trouble with the police and they do it, you got the parent, oh, they be my child. They do it. But what about when your child do something wrong? What about when your friends do something wrong? Are you saying anything? Oh, I plead the fifth. But I want to let you know, you can't plead the fifth with God. See, some say something, you need to say something to them. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. Friends don't let friends do things wrong. Girl, don't go off with them. Come on, we need to go. We came here together. We need to lead together. Baby, I don't trust him. Uh-uh, do you see him? Do you see the people he with? They smoking. Don't get in that car with them. If the police pull them over, everybody going to jail and your parents going to be like, my child wasn't doing that. Your child made the wrong decision. Education, education. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but so where your mind at? I know y'all looking at me. I'm, 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 I'm moving on. So hear me, I said this. The mind sets the course for your actions. Next, the mind is where you make your decisions. And this is why I deal with educators. This is why I like educators, because without educators, I won't know how to make no decisions. I would never have known. And with y'all, I want y'all to truly appreciate y'all teachers. Don't overlook this moment, because once you graduate, it becomes even harder to get what you can get now. Don't you know education is free, but back then they kept education from us? In black history, they would not allow us. When, when, you, when you look through slavery and everything, they knew the only way to keep us as servants and everything was to keep us uneducated, unlearned. In other words, the only way you can be a fool is to be uneducated about something. So this is what they did to us. They even created a Bible that told us we ought to be servants to them. In the Smithsonian, it's a slave Bible. Where they took out all the scriptures that deal with Christ, but they all dealt with us being subservient to them. This is part of American history that nobody wants to tell you about. This is part of what they may, may want to say, this is critical race. Thing. They don't want you to know the truth because if you know the truth, you're going to be free. But nobody wants you free. Or should I say, your mind free. So I want you this morning to understand that it's important that your mind be free. But you got to know it's a bigger person behind it. The same system that was set in place was created by the devil long ago. You got to see that it ain't the people that said they founded America. It's the devil. He's trying to create his own society. He's trying to tell you this is what you want to do. When you look in the word of God, it said Cain built a city without God. If you look at Cain, Cain had music without God. Agriculture without God. Everything he did was without God. So don't get me wrong. You can do things without God, but it won't last. When God decides to come down and see what you're doing, he'll tear it up. He'll mess it up. He'll rip it up. Because it don't give him the glory. You was taking the glory. You was getting the praise. 
You was getting the honor. Educators, educators, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. I said the mind is where you make your decisions. Another thing we must consider is that your mind is the center of your choices. Every time you make a choice, there is a point where you must decide in your mind if that decision is right or wrong. I know people say, well, I got to decide whether I'm going to be happy. I, don't, I, I tell them on my job, you know, this is a lie from the pits of hell. They say, happy wife, happy life. Who said that? Who believed it? Excuse me? Did you hear what I said? Happy wife, happy life. There are many men who ain't happy. Their wife might be smiling, but they in debt. What the world? Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Your job is to please the Lord. If she's in the Lord, then understand it's together. But understand, you, you, can, you can look at a lot of divorce records. Somebody ain't happy. Oh, Lord, y'all don't hear me in here. Happy life, happy wife, what? Y'all know the commercial where the, where the, where the white man is riding on the, on, the, on the ride lawnmower? Somebody help me. I'm in so much debt. He got the house, he got everything. Look, and, and it's bad because the wife don't know it. Because his thing is, it's all about making her happy, but if you're going to make her happy, you got to be honest. Somebody ain't been honest. Oh, man, y'all, oh, y'all look at it. Oh, okay. Move on, don't move on. I didn't want, want to let you know. It's a lot of things that we say that sound good, but it ain't biblical. It's not biblical, and so we bought into it. It's the propaganda. In these communist countries, what they do, they send people to camps so they can redo their mind. What you think you know ain't right. That apple ain't real, the apple is orange. And if I keep running it to you and telling it to you and telling it to you, you say, yeah, that's orange. Black ain't really black, it's just color. They changes up how we see things. And, and they believe if they keep telling us, we'll believe it. If they keep running the ads, we'll believe it. They're giving all these subliminal messages, okay, boom. God, God don't want you to have nothing. God don't want you to have nobody. He got all these rules on you. This is what the devil tell you. Tell you all these rules. Same way with your parents, children. The parents don't want you to have no friends. Don't want you to figure they don't want you. Who that is? Uh-uh, I don't want you hanging around. Well, who that is? Uh-uh. But all down the road, the truth comes out. The persons you was hanging with wasn't raised with the same values and morals that you was raised with. But you end, you end up sharing the same problem with them. If they in trouble, you in trouble. You want to know why the teacher's always picking you out? Because we said birds of a feather flock together. So here it is. You ain't got to be one of them, but if you hanging with them, then, we, then it's automatically assumed you them. Okay, I'm going to move on. Here we go. Now, I read Romans 2 and 12, and the NIV version says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you will be able to test and approve 
what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Transformation in your life is about change. And for God to change your behavior and help you to make better decisions, he must first change the way you think about things. This is the renewing of the mind that leads to the transformation. When the teacher can get you to see something from a different perspective, if we're looking at a square of a circle, there are 360 degrees. Can I get you to look at it from 360 ways? Can I even get you to consider that? It's more than one way to see a thing because if you can see it from a different angle, it'll change. But if you're always looking at it from the same angle, it never changes. This is the problem when people are racist and prejudiced because they see it from one way. People judge a book by the cover and they never open it up because they see it from one way. People judge a particular dish because it got something in there that they think they don't like and they ain't never tasted it. I don't like that. I don't eat that. Well, you ain't tasted it. Somebody else had put something in our mind that said, this is nasty. This is bad. They are bad. It's not so. When God saves you, he renews your heart and positions you in the right relationship with him. However, the process to change choices, actions, and behaviors comes when God changes your mind on how you view things. This is called repentance, where you change your mind or change your course. I was going to the club, but I decided I'm going to go home tonight. I done been there. I'm going to the party, but I'm going, let me go. I'm going to her house, but something said, don't go there. Zero to three seconds to make a decision. Either you in or you out. Either you going, huh? Are you going to do it or not do it? A few moments of pleasure seeing your life going down hill. And the only one who can stop you is God. You ever, you ever, you ever been rolling and rolling? You ever seen people, it seem like they never stop. You ever seen people get in trouble and they tell you, man, if it went for bad luck, I wouldn't have no. They rolling. Everything they ever done now seems to be coming to the light. You ever been told to something? Maybe y'all don't have boyfriends or whatever, and you've come to find out they told you a lie. And the whole point is, then you begin to connect the dots, and you lied about this, and you lied about this, and you lied about, uh-huh, I remember, I was so stupid. What, what, what was I thinking? Or he's saying, uh-huh, you played me. And then he started connecting the dots because, understand, God done opened his eyes to who you really are. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. These are lessons that we learned when we was in school because they teach you how to, how to look up things, how to define things, how to research things. Where you lose all these skills in life to survive, to figure out. When you repent, you change your mind about how you look at sin. And that change of mind leads to a change in choices and decisions you make. Unfortunately, this is also true when Christians fall into sin. 
They change their mind about the sin they are considering and find a reason for indulging in it. Justification. The same you use to change to not do it, you use the same thing to do it. I deserve this. Everybody else doing it. You know, I remember my folk, my mama used to say, if, if Tom jump off the bridge, are you going to jump off the bridge too? Ah, <laughs> oh, y'all know I'm going back. I know y'all probably ain't heard all this before, but I'm going to let y'all know. Back in the day, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm, on the, uh, I'm born in 69. See, I, I came up in a generation where, you know, parents didn't mind telling you the truth because they wanted the best for you. They will tell you, I ain't going to be here forever, so you need to get to know the Lord for yourself. Who am I talking to? You didn't have parents like that? I, I can't take it. Look, don't nobody want no sorry, son. You got to learn how to cook and clean. And, huh? We don't have that nowadays. Mamas do everything. And you end up marrying a guy don't know how to do nothing. But wait on you. You helping him doing his homework now. You did that? Let me see. Show me what? Oh, y'all think of Don't be fooled by looks. Everything what you got on and people have on, it's what their parents can afford. They ain't got nothing. 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 It's their parents. It's their parents' car. They parents' house, them they parents' clothes. Just the wrong size, but it's they parents' clothes. My mama would say, you got attitude, get your stuff and go. Nah, you just go. All that belonged to me. I, I got to keep it real today because a mind is a tough, and our mind is being wasted on trivial things. As we're moving on, the mind is at the center of everything you do. Proverbs 23 and 7, the NIV version says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. As you're thinking in your heart, when you talk about this, talking about the heart of your mind. You know, I have one of them old, coming up in wild passes. He always used analogies and little things. I ain't talking about your heart here that pumps the blood. I'm talking about this heart up here. As you think, if in the heart of your mind, so are you. Mind is a terrible thing. What are you thinking? If you're not in school, as the old folks would tell me, I would go to my, I go to one of the old barbers for my children. He always said, Casanova, you find any child that's ducking education, they're ducking sense. I said, you right. He said, now they can get that sense that's in home Holman, Atmore, St. Clair. Y'all know what I'm talking about, that's the prison. You, 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 you can get that kind of sense, but, the, but, but, but that real sense you need is in school. And we also have this where people say, growing up, um, they, they don't want to work for $12 or whatever they got. They'll tell you, I ain't working for the man. But they'll work for his uncle. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear what I said? They won't work for the man, but they'll work for his uncle. We talking about Uncle Sam, the man that's in the prison. They'll work for nothing. They won't even work for $12 an hour, but they'll go down there 
and work hard for free in jail because it's nothing. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. Let me repeat that. You got people now in the church. I ain't talking about y'all. Talk about these grown folk. That won't work at a fast food restaurant. No, they children need some. They got so much pride. I ain't working for the man. I ain't working for that. But let them go to jail. They're going to work for the man's uncle for nothing. Making them car tax or whatever else they making down there in prison. Ain't getting no money. Working for free. This is what's crazy. You won't work out here, but you're going to work in there. A mind is a terrible thing to work. Where are you getting your knowledge from? If you got to work two jobs, you do it. You free, but when you down there, you ain't free. Proverbs 23 and 7, for as a man thinks his heart, so is he, speaks further to the position of your mind, your mind takes in your life. What you spend your time thinking about, you will eventually do, whether good or bad. But when you strip away the elements of who you are, you discover the way you think affects the person you are and who you will eventually become. Who is it that you want to be in life? What is it that you want to be in life? For example, when the Holy Spirit first made you aware of your need for salvation, there was what was called a spiritual awakening. But you still had to process the decision to give your life to Christ where? In your mind. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. When he knocked, you had to make a decision. Do I want to live for Christ or for myself? But I come to find out there are those who don't know Jesus because they are blind in their mind. Second Corinthians 4 and 4 says, NIV, the God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is the image of God. For those you hang around that don't believe are blind. You got people believing that they can do wrong and never get caught. You got people believing that they can say anything and it's all right. I often say you think it's right because you can, but because you can don't make it right. Y'all hear me? Because you can do something, don't make it right. But you have people who are co-sign with you and doing wrong. They call it, they got the Me Too movement, but I call it the Me Too food. 
Because a fool will co-sign with you in doing wrong and never right. They'll never tell you that's wrong. I feel you. I understand. They know it's wrong. You don't need nobody around you that ain't going to tell you what's right. I didn't say make you do right, but at least tell you what's right. I still love you enough to tell you what's right and keep telling you. Not just one time. Every time I see you, I need to tell you if I see you doing wrong. To the point where when you see me, you got to leave. You already know what's coming out my mouth. You know, it used to be like that when preachers came in. You know, people be in there drinking in the house. And then the pastor, his wife show up. They be like, hold on, pastor. Hold on, hold on, hold on, so Sharon, hold on. That, that's our pastor. Hold on, Reverend. So they're going to put this thing up. Come on in. Hide the liquor. If they've been smoking weed, they spray They burn the candles, the incense. There used to be a time where we reverence and we respected, but nowadays you got people come in. Woo! High as a kite, everything on, the party jumping and everything. What? Oh, y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. I remember when at one time it, it, was, it was considered holy to be in him. I know the people said the word of God said, come as you are. I, what, what you talking about? You're supposed to come with the best that you have on. Because you're coming before the king, the Lord of lords. But people said, no. He said, come as you are. I understand if you was on the street and you was out there on the corner, you didn't have no good clothes. But it's amazing that you would put your good clothes on and go to an interview, go to a party, to go on a date with that low-down rascal or whether it's him or her. You're going to put on your back. You're going to get your hair done, nails done, everything. Everything. But when you come up in here, you come in here just to give God anything. I ain't washed my face this morning. <laughs> but all in my eye. Wonder why folks don't want to hug me. Oh, they acting funny today. Ain't showered, smelling like onions. Oh, nobody want to sit in this. I thought they were holy. Excuse me. Present yourself. A sacrifice. Clean yourself up. Present yourself right before God. Just don't give God anything. I know y'all understand, yeah? I got the boxing clothes on today. You got to present yourself right. God knows what you got in your closet. He knows. Oh, man, oh, I'm, I'm bad. Forgive me, church. Understand, because those are blind, when the veil is lifted from our minds, the minds, we can hear what God is saying, which allows us to choose right, which means allows us to respond in the right way. Last thing is, setting our minds on the things of God. 
You cannot set your mind on the things of God if you are constantly filling them with the things of the world. Things of the world. This means you must miss out on some things. Woo! What are you willing to miss out on? I often tell the parents where I am, the reason why your child may be having this problem is because you always out. Who you talking to, Rev? You can't know you didn't tell me. Yeah. You had the child, but you don't want to be the parent. There used to be a time when parents was at home. Parents were the last one to go to bed. Nowadays, they're the first one. Don't even care if you're in the house or not, they sleep. Don't know who in the house, they busy. If you the parent, everybody else, unless it's your husband now, or your, or your mama, daddy, is a child. Ain't but one adult in the house. I don't care how old they are. If they're in your house, your house now, you the adult in the house. Because when you get too grown, I get too grown to follow your rules, it should be time to move. It's amazing that parents give uh, uh, ownership to the children to, to come in when they want to come in. To live like they want to live. Now, I came up with, my mama said, if you ain't here about this time, then you got to sleep outside. One minute late, you be here at 12 o'clock. 12 on one, mm-mm. It's almost like going back where you came from. Did old stuff we, we for those of us that grew up on for some reason we don't want to pass it on to our children. I blame our generations and everything on us 80s. All of us who came out in the 80s, it started with us. People don't like that, but I tell the truth because we are this that generation that that profit off of civil rights and we ain't moved forward since. No, oh, nobody wanna hear that. We ain't moved forward since civil rights. We still celebrate. We can have so much more, but, but we happy with the little few things that they gave us, but they didn't give us everything. Understand, we supposed to get the 40 acres and the mule. Only thing they gave us was maybe a mule. We ain't a mule. They just showed us the door. You can go. We had to go and start from nothing to where we at now. You are the future of tomorrow, but it does us no good if you don't take advantage of your education. They are the future. It does them no good if we don't encourage them and continue to tell them to strive for higher heights. That we don't tell them, I know you, I know you want to be in a relationship, but wait till you get married. Anybody going to build anything must consider something first. You must be able to see it through. Ask God to help you. Okay, I want to do this with my life. So what happens if there becomes a wrinkle? What happens if I get pregnant or get somebody pregnant? What happens if, if, if I make a mistake? And if, if something happens and I get in trouble and go to jail? I don't mean make a mistake, but if I go to jail, 
for making the wrong decision? How does that affect the trajectory of my life? What happens if I choose to be grown too soon? Somebody need to help me to see the forest so I just don't see a tree. I need to be able to see all my opportunities, but I need somebody willing to invest in me. If you can't get it at home, listen to your teachers. If you got a good teacher that's trying to help you, listen. And you don't have to be young to have a teacher. You could be old. You're never too old to learn anything. If you want to learn, if you want to learn, again, you cannot set your mind on things of God if you are constantly filling them with the world. This means that you must miss out on some things. If you're going to go after God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your soul, then you must release certain people, places, and things from your life. People, places, and things must be released from your life. You got to give them up. You should give them up. You ain't got to, but you should. If you're going to go after God with all of you, I cannot tell you what or who those people, places, or things are, but the Holy Spirit can. At some point of time in your life, sometime today, you need to go down on your knees and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what people you shouldn't be around, what places you shouldn't go, what things you shouldn't be involved in, because your desire is to please him and him alone. The choice now lies with you. Whether you choose to hold on to them or let them go, I can tell you this as I close. It might seem difficult at first, but once you do, you will come to realize you weren't missing anything. See, if you had the testimony, cause see, what I, what, 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 what I wanted to preach, God wouldn't let me preach was, at least you forget, and I, my, my, my whole message was gonna be dealing around, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, and all he's done for me, my soul cries out. And I was going to ask, what has he done for you? What has he done for you? See, when I look back over the hills and the mountains, when I look at all the places I came from, when I look at where I should have been in jail, when I look at where I should have been dead, when I look at all this, I got to shout sometime. Understand? I got to shout. I got to praise him. My mind was terrible, but he fixed it. I tell the people, I ain't ashamed to tell you I was a weed smoker, wine drinker, all night partier. If you notice, it just seems sometimes he always uses the bad people. But if you ain't bad, he can still use you too. Understand, don't be ashamed of being blessed. See, some people want to be ashamed. If God has been good to you, if you ain't never had a drink, if you ain't never smoked, if you still re re retain your purity, but what I, what I mean by that, once you've been uh, um, pickled, you can't go back being a cucumber. Do y'all understand that? 
Hello, somebody. Oh, we 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 get ready to go. Once you've been pickled, ain't no going back to being a cucumber. I know they tell that lie. I'm I'm, I'm a very lolly. Please. That's a lie from the pits of hell. I ain't what I used to be. Boy, y'all, y'all funny to him. Who are we talking about? Jesus! The lily of the valley. The bright and morning star. The word of God says he was born in Bethlehem. He was reared in Nazareth. Tried in unjust courts. Hung, crucified, dead, and buried. But what the word said, he didn't stay dead. Said he got up early. That the old folk was said before the early bird got the worm. Early before the dew was on the ground. Early before the crop crowed, Jesus got up and was walking around. You didn't know he saw you. He saw you. 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 While you was yet in your mother's womb, before, before even the seed came and you was conceived, God knew you. God bless you. God had mercy on you when you didn't even deserve mercy. He gave it. Not only you, but me too. The song says, I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. His eye is on the sparrow. And I know he watches over me. But I ain't the only one God been watching over. Somebody here got a testimony. Somebody here got a praise. It should be like fire shut up in your bones. I can't keep it to myself. I gotta tell somebody else about a risen Savior. Jesus! We open the doors of the church as our deacons come. Maybe you are here today. You want to get it right. I invite you to come. We all have a past. Your past don't determine your future, but your presence, what you going to do right now, Will there be one as the choir sings? Come on. Come on.